And welcome back to another podcast episode. We're actually doing a solo one here today because the last three or four episodes, I've actually had Caesar or Lex on as a guest. So I figured I'll take this one on my own, just talk to you one-on-one as we have for like a majority of the podcast episodes. Um, this one's going to be a little bit different. So like one thing I, I, I kind of reiterate on my stories or on YouTube videos is that like I don't try to be like a motivational guy. I'm not some guru. I'm not some like, you know, I'm not the guy that's going to like tell you to to just go out there and get it done and, you know, just work and work. And I just, that's just not my stigma. I don't talk about that. I know a lot of people look at me for motivation and inspiration, but like, I don't try to like intentionally speak motivational, you know, like you have the Gary V's or the, um, whoever else. And it's like, you know, they try to be motivational. I'm not trying to be that. I'm just a guy sharing what I do, you know? Um, but that being said though, um, there is a question I received and I've, I've got these, uh, a few times, which it's, you know, I don't, I don't really get these questions, but it's kind of going over how do you handle criticism and negativity and people kind of like bashing on you. So this specific instance, it's from that, um, that reel that I posted, um, that we charge 850 for an interior. So I'm basically going to read off this thread between me and this individual, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go in depth into how I'm able to manage criticism, negativity, haters, trolls. Um, and especially because I'm on the internet, I'm posting on detail group between TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I get a lot of comments and I've been doing that for the last, you know, five years now. Um, I've seen quite a bit of like, you know, trolls, haters, whatever. Um, so here's the question. So he, he, he sent me the, the reel, um, about the, the, the $850 interior job. And he says, um, he basically says, uh, I'll just read it verbatim. It says, I got to give it to you, bro. These comments scream hate, but they're actually hating themselves because they're not, they're nowhere near you are. So my question is, how do you deal and cope with the naysayers, haters, or trolls? And that is a pretty loaded question just because I feel like through a lot of things I've done over the last five, six years, seven years has really kind of built that tolerance or like that screen or shield between like what people say and then like how it affects me. So um, specifically when it comes to the pricing, because if you go, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram, when I post um, videos about our pricing, a majority of people start saying how that's too expensive. It's a ripoff. It's a scam. Um, you're ripping people. You're robbing people. Like uh, a majority of the comments are like that. Um, literally when I post a, a detail that we did for a 250, you get those comments. When I post a video for 500, we get those comments. When I post a video about 800, we get those comments. So regardless of the price tag or what we did for the service, those kind of comments are going to surface up. And I can see definitely how that can kind of scare some people away if, um, you know, about like posting online because you don't want to get those like haters, trolls, naysayers. So my, the way I look at it is that like, and there's so many levels to this, but for me, like, and there's no specific order. I'm going to just kind of talk off what comes off the top of my head. And I'm a little sick, so my nose is a little congested. Um, but one thing is like, we, I know the kind of business that we run, right? I know the services that we offer. I know, you know, the kind of customers that we attract. I know the level of service that we offer and provide to our customers, and for us, like, because we know what we're doing and we understand the kind of value we provide, we know that our pricing is expensive. Like when everyone is saying like, you're so expensive, like, yes, we are. Like, I'm not denying that. Not one be like, we are expensive. Now, that being said, like, are we the most expensive in our area? No, actually, we're not. 
So when people are are bashing us about our pricing, calling us rip up, it's like we're just playing, and not to sound like I don't know, like cocky or anything, but it's like we're just playing at a different level, right? Because um, a lot of comments that you'll see, even from detailers too. They're like, bro, I wouldn't, you know, that's a $300 job. Like you're ripping people off. And it's like, yeah, like you might charge 300 and you might get customers for 300, but we're just not operating at that level. You know, like if you're going to do a disgusting interior and say like, oh, I could have done that for, for 300 instead of your 800. Like that's, that's fine. But like, that's why we get the customers that pay top dollar for our services. And you are, you know, you stay at charging 300, 400. So one, we're not the most expensive. So everyone that's bashing me on the pricing or something, it's like, dude, you don't understand, like, this is the category that we're in of pricing. Like, you see us as expensive, but we are amongst the other expensive detailers. And, like, this is, there's a market for that, you know? So the ones that are saying that, 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 are, that, that are trolling on the, on, the, on the comments and saying stuff, it's like, well, they wouldn't hire us anyway, right? Like, if we charge 400 they probably wouldn't hire us. If we charge 300 they probably wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't hire us. So the ones that are leaving the comments, it's like, it's, it's just fake. It's, like, it's a false reality, right? Like, it doesn't bother me not one because it doesn't bother me one bit because I know they're not our real customers. I know that in 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 the real world they wouldn't spend three hundred dollars on an interior, right? Um, so like to, to to that degree, it's like it, it doesn't really matter what they say because they're not like actual customers that have actual value to our business, you know. Um, and aside from that, it's like you have to understand the business that you're running, right? Like you you, you can't allow. And, and actually, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg said this on the Joe Rogan podcast. Of He said, if I focus on people liking me, I wouldn't be able to grow a business. And I was like, oh, that's absolutely true, right? If you are focusing your time getting people to like what you do in your business, you won't be able to grow your business because you will always be looking at other people's opinions and saying, well, if I charge this much, this part of the uh, of the population won't like me, but if I charge this much, this part of the population won't like me, and if I charge this much, this population of the uh, of the uh, won't, won't like me. And at that point, if you're trying to please everyone, where are you gonna go? You know, like I always say, when we were charging four hundred dollars for a detail, it was too expensive. When we're charging six fifty for a detail, it's too expensive. When we're charging eight fifty for a detail, it's too expensive. When we're charging fourteen fifty for a detail, it's too expensive. When we're charging nineteen hundred dollars for a detail, it's too expensive. So at what point? Are you going to say, like, okay, yeah, I, I I can't try to please everyone. At some point, someone is going to get mad at you. Someone is not going to like you for your pricing. Someone is not going to like you for, for what's included in your services. Like, it's going to happen at every point in whatever phase that you are in your business, right? You're saying, well, I'm charging cheap. I'm only charging 200 bucks, Buddy, trust me, you'll always have people that can't afford your services. It's always going to happen. Um, so, so whether it's a detailer saying, bro, you're ripping people off, whether it's just some random kid that's like, this is a total rip off. It, it doesn't bother me because the world keeps on spinning, right? When they scroll off my video, are they going to remember me? No. Do they care about my well-being? No. Do they care if I fail? No. Like I am, but just a small little second of entertainment. They leave a comment, they scroll away. They're never going to see my page again, you know? Um, so that's one thing. Second, it's like, the world keeps on spinning as far as like we're going to uh, continue to book on customers. Like I can go to my TikTok and let me see if I can do this in real time uh, without putting music on. I can go to my TikTok, right? Detail Groove Co., which that's a funny story altogether. But I, I can go to Detail Groove Co. And I can scroll down to when I it was like one of the first videos that like got some traction on TikTok where I talked about charging $400, $400 for a detail. And um. And even right there, people were like, bro, you're a ripoff. This is a scam. You're robbing people. You're straight ripping people. You're taxing people. And this was like months ago. So let me see if I can find it. Um, 
it's one of the ones that like that actually got like a few hundred thousand right here so there's this video that i posted on uh june 30th and a bunch of comments are saying again it's your typical comments of like for 400 bucks you better like wash my car for 400 bucks it better be perfect for 400 bucks like you better put gas in my car right and the thing is when i say like the world keeps on spinning it's like we kept on booking 600 dollars jobs 1400 dollars jobs 900 dollars jobs 300 like just because you get all these like negative comments on tiktok about people saying bro that's a ripoff i could have done it for half price you know you're overcharging we continue to book out our schedule. We continue to get customers paying our premium price. We continue to get five-star reviews from customers. We continue to get repeat customers. So it's like what happens on this little TikTok app or Instagram or YouTube is not real life. Um, so, it, so it doesn't bother me in any way just because it's like, bro, our business continues to run. Like I, I've been getting comments of you're overcharging, you're too expensive since like 2015. You know, it's like it, there's, there's no like effect to what people say on the internet. And that's why you need to listen to your customers, not the comments, right? What kind of services are you offering? If you're if you're offering services to your customers, right? And every like, if you tell me like, yeah, you know, most of the people tell us yes, right? As far as your customers, it's like, bro, you're, you're you're too cheap. Then, if most people are telling you yes, you're probably too cheap, right? Again, that's just like a general blanket statement. Don't take it to heart. But what I'm saying is like. You really have to understand the services that you're offering at what price point, at, like what kind of business do you want to run? Because for us, like they're getting mad at the, well, again, like again, at, at any price point, like the trolls come out the woodwork and they start commenting, but it's like, yeah, bro, that, that's eight fifty for the interior. We just charged 1400 for a correction and coating. We have a $600 interior. Like I, I just don't know what to say. Like, this is how we run our business. Right. And again, we're not the most expensive. So whatever you deem as too expensive, Bro, we, there's a whole other slew of businesses that are doing the same because that that's at the level that we operate, right? Like, I'm okay not getting the $400 job when we would charge $700. Like, that's just, that we're okay with that. That's how we run our business. Um, and another perfect example is that um, we had a customer come in with a lot of water, like severe water etchings across the entire vehicle. It was on the paint, the glass, um, everywhere. Wheels, bumper, like everywhere. And we initially quoted the customer $5,000 to remove everything. It was like severe. Like we, 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 uh, we were going to wet sand the entire vehicle. It was going to take a lot of work to get the wet sand, the, the water spots out of the glass. Um, it was just, it was going to be very, very tedious, like a lot of work. So the customer says, hey, like, okay, thanks. Like, I'm going to go look around for the quotes. We're like, okay, fine. So it takes about like a week or two weeks. And the customer asked around, got other quotes. And then, you know, uh, he reaches back out to us. He's like, hey, guys. Um, I'd like to go with you guys, but is there any way that we can drop the price? And it's like, yeah, like instead of doing the um, wheels, the glass, the front bumper, the whatever, like let's just we'll just focus on the paint. And yeah, it was like it was like the it was like the paint uh, minus the front bumper, and that was like so. But yeah, basically just the paint and minus the front bumper, and we dropped it down to two thousand dollars. And again, the customer still went with like he specifically told us he had found someone cheaper. And it was like, okay, that's fine. Like, you can go with them. And then later on, he reaches back out to us. He's like, hey, guys, I'd like to go with you. Is there a way that we can drop the price? And we dropped it at 2000 based on, like, dropping other parts of the service that we were doing. But it, it just goes to show, like, he found someone cheaper. He found someone else to do it. There's other detailers that would have done it for a lot less. But why does he still come back to us? And that literally goes for every service, right? Like, there's literally plenty of other detailers within 10 minutes of us 
that can do, that can do what we do for a much cheaper price. But why do customers choose us, right? Um, and again, like you need to have that clarity with your business, right? Like if you're thinking like, oh, well, am I able to charge that much? Like you, you don't you don't have clarity on, on the type of customers that, that you're that you're servicing. You don't have clarity on the type of customers that you're attracting, right? Like if you're like, oh, well, well, I don't know about this and I don't know about that. You're not in control of your business, right? If you're like, oh, it's too expensive. Uh, customers, customers are going to leave me. Out. That means you're not in control of your business. You're not in control of saying, hey, I can charge this much because this is what we provide because this is the kind of customers that we that we generate or attract, and this is how I want to I want to run my business. So for us, like if we if if someone you know sends us photos for an interior job and and that falls for us as a, like a discussing interior right or like a filth whatever, um, and, and you know for us it's gonna be you call it six hundred. Everyone else might charge three fifty four four fifty. That's fine, you know. If a customer says, "Hey, this other detailer will charge," you know. Um, 500, let's say a hundred dollar difference, right? Can you match that? We can't, I'm sorry. Like, it's fine. Like go with them. Like we're not, we don't hold a gun to anyone's head. We know we're expensive, but if we're going to work on it and we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to do our process, then we're going to charge this amount because we know our process and we know what we're going to do. Um, another example is like on the smoke order removals, right? Um, uh, for us, like generally speaking, starting price for smoke order removal is $600, right? Um, and it's, and it's gone all the way up to $1,400, um, so we make like we if, if a customer comes to us with the car already being treated, but the smoke didn't go all the way out. I'm putting air quotes for those that are just listening to this on the on the podcast. Um, we'll give them two options. We'll say, hey, look, if it's already been cleaned, quote unquote, from the previous detailer dealership, what we can do is we can run an ozone treatment for a hundred bucks, right? And if the if the odor's removed, fantastic. If it's not removed, and you want us to do another treatment, it'll be another hundred bucks, right? So we could go that route, but it's a bit of a gamble, right? Because if the odor doesn't get removed from the first pass, and then we have to do another pass, and then the odor still isn't removed, then at that point, that means they didn't do a thorough job cleaning the interior. So if you want customer, we can do one or two ozone treatments, and hopefully that removes it. But we can't guarantee anything because we don't know what the previous detailer did. We don't know what their process was. We don't know if they actually cleaned everything, right? It's like, it's like getting um like another person half baking a cake, and right before the oven, they're like, "Hey, by the way, can you finish this off?" And it's like, "Well, what what is the recipe? How did you cook it? What's in it? What ingredients did you use?" It's like, "Ah, don't worry about it. Just just finish it off." It's like, "Well, what what am I supposed to do? Because like I don't know what you did." with everything and now you just gave me like the last step and you want me to you know like it just doesn't work that way so i tell the we tell the customer like hey look if you want if totally up to you at you know we'll do whatever you want we can try to run the ozone treatment once hopefully that removes it and you're good to go that's fine but if the odor stays there then we have to in order to actually remove it we have to go through the whole deep cleaning process because we don't know what the previous detailer did on this on this uh interior that has a lot of smoke odor so if you want, we can we can uh, we can do a hundred dollar ozone treatment. But if you want us to do our process, right? Regardless of the other detailer already char- uh, cleaned it, like we don't know that, right? But let's assume that he did. Even if he did, if they already cleaned it, clearly something is missing because the odor is not is not going away by the ozone treatments. So for us to do it, it's going to be six hundred dollars. We're going to go through the whole process, scrub everything, yada yada, do the whole pitch, right? So we can do an ozone, and when we're talking to them, it's it's much less. <laughs> it's like a few sentences, right? Like this is just to, to, to explain it via podcast, uh, via audio. It's like, so if you want, we could do a $100 ozone treatment. Hopefully it's good. 
and you're on your way, that, that, that'd be great. But if not, it's probably going to need a much thorough cleaning, and that's going to be 600 Which one would you like to do? It's whatever you want to do. We can do the, the, the $100 ozone treatment, and hopefully that's good enough, and you're on your way, and that's fine. But if not, you have to come back, and the best process would be for us to go through our interior cleaning process and then do the ozone treatment. The ozone treatment alone, five hours, and you'll, you'll get it back. Our process, two days, right? And again, that, that's our process. If your smoke odor removal process can do it in six hours, hey, more power to you. Our process, the way we do things, is going to take two days, or at least a, a, a day and a half, right? And a lot of times, like a majority of the time, the customer elects to go with the full process. For us going through the entire vehicle, cleaning it, doing what we need to do, running the ozone treatment, keeping it at our shop for like one and a half to two days, and doing that route. Why? Because it is the peace of mind that they're getting, right? And we tell them, hey, if the odor comes back three days from now, a week from now, just contact us. We'll run another ozone treatment free of charge, and hopefully that'll, that'll, that'll remove the odor. So... If we do the ozone treatment alone, we're not going to guarantee anything. If you come back for another ozone treatment, we're going to charge you again. If you go through the full process, because we're going to be able to, to control the process from A to Z, from the from cleaning it to doing the ozone treatment, if the odor comes back, just uh, you know bring it back whenever you can. We'll do another ozone treatment free of charge, and hopefully that, that, that gets the odor away. So with the full process that's more expensive, that takes more time, we're going to back it up. We're going we're gonna to put our name behind it because we're doing the whole process. Again, that's how we run our business. If another detailer is like, oh, yeah, I could just like quickly clean that area that I think they, they, they smoked in and then run the ozone treatment and that'll be 200 bucks. Hey, go for it, bro. Like I'm not stopping anyone from doing whichever, whichever way, right? Like I am not the detail police. I'm not here to tell that detailer, oh, well, he's doing it wrong because this, 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 that, or well, he's overcharging. Or, he's under, hey, you do whatever you want, right? We have our systems. We know what we're doing. We know the customers that we're attracting. We know the kind of business that we run. And whatever price point that is, bro, that's, that's, that's what we do, you know? Um, and I think I got a little bit off track based on what I was trying to get to. So uh, handling the, the negativity part too is that a lot of those people don't run the business, right? Like you can clearly tell by the way they were the comments. I'm like, bro, you didn't even, you don't, you don't run the business. Like, and, and a lot of times I, mean, I always reply, not to everyone just because it's a lot of comments, but I do try to reply to some of them. A lot of them I'd like react with emojis. Um, but I, I, t- I, I try to answer back. I'm like, I hope one day you're able to leave your day job and run your business because you will see how wrong you are of the assumptions that you're making, right? Because like, I, I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that most people that comment, one, don't run their business, two, aren't planning to run their business, three, they probably work at a job where like, oh, well, at my job, that's what we do. And it's like, but are you the owner? Are you the one responsible for the payroll? Are you the one that... That runs the entire operations. No, so it's like it's a different, it's a it's a different kind of uh, um, perspective when you're an employee at a company versus when you run the whole thing. And it, one thing is like I, I hope one day you're able to leave your day job and and do your own business full time, and you'll see how wrong a lot of things that you're saying because the way you're wording these these statements, these comments, you could just tell like, oh yeah, this guy probably like watched one episode of Shark Tank, and he's like, well, you're not supposed to do that because. So that's why it, it doesn't bother me. Like a lot of these are just kind of. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say this in like in a mean way, but it's just the way I see. Like, it's kind of a joke. Like, you, you don't, you hold no weight behind your words, right? Um, or if, if it's other detailers, because yes, there's a lot of detailers that also, also bash me, that say negative things, that troll, that hate, whatever, right? Um, that they'll say like, oh, bro, well, I could easily done that in four hundred, four hundred dollars, not remove the seats, and I would have got better results. And it's like, I, I go, th- and don't get me wrong, like I like to like 
uh, uh, communicate with those people. Like I'll, I'll send them a DM and be like, hey, man, like, what do you think of my pricing? I really, I'd really like to understand where you're coming from. Um, just because like I'm not trying to be like an echo. Like I, I'd like to really hear where they're coming from to see like why they why they think like that. So I'll, I'll go onto their page and like their Instagram page and look at their content. And and when I look at their content, I'm like, bro, like we're not the same, dude. Like we're we're not the same in terms of what we're doing, right? Um, again, I'm not trying to be like mean or cocky or anything, but it's like, bro, how based on the photos and videos and content that you're publishing on Instagram, it's completely different than what we're doing. And again, I'm not saying you're right. I'm just saying like, I can see why you would only charge $400. I, I can see why, and, you know? And it's like, again, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, we're just not on the same page in terms of how we're running our business, you know? And then I look at, I look at other things of like, all right, bro, look, does anyone else here leaving a comment? Do you have a team? Do you run the company? Do you have like actual payroll? Do you have like actual expenses? Like, and what I mean actual, again, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, this is what goes through my head of like, bro, you're working at a, like your personal truck. You have no employees. You have no overhead at a rent. Like you have no insurance to pay out. It's like your, your mindset between what, what we're doing and what you do. It's just two completely different things. Um, again, which is why it's like, bro, I don't, like, I really do, like, it does not bother me not one bit when anyone, like, says I'm a clown or a ripoff or attack, because, like, bro, like, we're just, we're operating at different levels here, you know, like, um, like, there's just, uh, there's, there's levels to this in terms of, like, <laughs> overhead and costs and pricing and business and marketing and operations and sales and communications and customer service, customer experience, and, like, fulfillment. like there's so many things that you guys are just looking at the price, and it's like, that's too expensive. It's like, all right, bro, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. Because it is, like, don't get me wrong, it is, ex- like, the, our, our prices are expensive. But, again, it goes back to the other point of, like, bro, you, you understand, like, the detailers around here, we, we all charge this rate. Like, this is the level that we operate. And at the same, being, at the same point, it's like, there's detailers in our area as well that are charging $200, $300 for detail. Right. I'm just saying like in the category that we're in, right, you have like the lower, cheaper, quick car washes. You have like the mid tier price services. And then we have like the expensive premium detailer. Like we're in that bracket and we're like in the bottom half of it. Right. Like we're not the most exp- like if you go to other shops, there's one that charge much higher for the correction and coatings than we do. So that's why it's like, you got, again, like I, I'm going to take the, the flag because like I'm the one like publicizing our, our pricing. But bro, like. There's other shops that are charging much more for the correction coatings, you know. So it's like it, it's all like, bro, you guys are, you know, you're kind of hollering at nothing because, bro, like, come talk to all these shops. Like, we're all charging these higher rates because that's the kind of uh, uh, business and, and and services that we're offering. We're, we're like, we're we're offering the more premium options. Like, that's that's all I could put it to. Uh, so let me go back to the conversation there and see if I can pick anything else out. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and the thing is, look, like when you know the kind of customers that you're getting and you're focused on the right kind of customers and providing value and providing proper services, like the customers don't complain, right? Like, like the customer that we charge 850 plus $50 for the wash, he still tipped a hundred dollars on top of that. Right. We, we did three maintenance washes. Um, uh, I don't know, uh, Escalade, Mercedes, something, something, and another Mercedes. It was four, 380 for the three, I believe. And then the customer still tipped, uh, $80. Right. It's like, and, and like the wash is like 60, 60, 80. And then the interior, I don't know. I forgot to tell my head. But anyways, it's like even just a wash alone, like it's like double, triple, quadruple the price of what a lot of other detailers charge. And it's like, yeah, but like that's the kind of, that that's one, like that's the the level of service that we offer, right? And going back to what I always say is like, it's not just about the detailing. Like it's not just about like, 
bro, like you're just washing the vehicle. It's like, yes, we are just washing the vehicle, but like it is everything else around washing the vehicle that kind of sets you to, 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 to charge higher pricing. And if you're a detailer and you're like, I can't charge more. And the only thing you're focused on is, well, I'm a better detailer. How do I get better at detailing? You're, you're not going to pass that, that threshold if you're just focused on, well, I, 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 need, I need to be a better detailer. That's not going to change a lot of things. Um, so yeah, across the board, like it's just, if you have the right customers, like the trolls, haters, comments, whatever, they're just leaving comments in the real world. Like the people that are actually buying the product service, they're not complaining. They're leaving five-star reviews. Um, and I gave this example on, I think Instagram the other day of like, if you go to uh Linus tech tips, uh, he's a Canadian, uh, he's a, he has a massive channel. He has like, 20 million subscribers across all his channels. But anyways, he posted, um, they posted uh, that they were having a, a, a Black Friday sale. It was like $69 for like a hoodie and some sweatpants. And if you go to those comment sections, guess what you're going to read? Bro, that's a riff off. Bro, it's taxing. This is a scam. You'll get the same comments that I'm getting for the 800, for whatever service that, I, that we're doing. You see those same style of, of comments on his videos. And this is applicable to every single product service industry where the people that can afford it will be vocal and leave comments saying this is too expensive. This is a scam. This is a ripoff. Bro is taxing. Bro is a ripoff. Bro thinks he can charge whatever he wants because he has a big following. Yet if you go to their product pages, they have hundreds of reviews, five-star reviews from customers that are actually purchasing their products. So you see that the difference there? where the people that can't afford it, that don't see the value in it, leave the negative comments. The ones that see the value that want it, go and purchase a product and then leave a review. That is a difference. That's why it doesn't bother me when all these people like are, and I, I don't want to say haters because I, I like, I, I don't think they like, I don't think they're haters. They just were disconnected between what we offer and what we value to like what they, what they value, you know, in terms of um, services and such. So I, I truly don't want to call them haters. Because I don't, I, they're not haters. They're just, there's a pretty big disconnect between what they value and then what they see us value in as far as our services. But that's another reason of like, bro, like every industry gets this. But like, if you go to the comments, a lot of them are going to be negative because they can't afford it. They don't see the value in it. But then the ones that do see the value, the ones that do want to purchase, they go and purchase, right? Um, so that's something to, 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 to really take note of. Um, I really thought this was going to be like a 12 minute episode. It turns out to be almost a 30 minute episode. But yeah, like you can't you can't run your business based on others' opinions. Like if if you always try to please someone, you won't please anyone, right? Very cliche. But like Mark Zuckerberg said, like if he was worried about getting people to like him, he couldn't build a business. You will always have someone not like you. Always, it does not matter. I mean, your mama probably didn't like you when you said you're gonna leave school and 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 start a business, right? Like it's it just it is what it is. That's how it works. Um. So like you you like if you and again like. It's about focusing on the right kind of opinions. We're like, if our customers were like, hey, like, we feel like you should do this. Okay, that's different because that's from customers who spend money with us. That's either valuing what we do and they're offering positive criticism. Um, not like some random little 18-year-old kid that has a, you know, a Honda Civic as his profile folder. And he's like, bro, you're scamming. It's like, bro, what am I going to do with that, dude? You think that's going to like affect me? Um, no, so... Focus on the real world. Focus on the people that are actually giving you money. I mean, heck, when I first started my business, my parents would be like, you're going to charge $100 for a detail? And this was back in 2011. Like, it's just like, you can't focus on the opinions of not your customers because they don't have your money. They won't, they won't hire you anyways, right? So 
Okay, hopefully this wasn't too long. Hopefully you took something away. Let me know and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.